Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a while. Hello and welcome to the dark forest, you guys. It's me, Jackie Cation, your host. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, if you like a determiner, and um, FamilyPetAncestry.com, which I bought a couple of years ago because it made me laugh, and it just heads you to JackieCation.com. But Family Pet Ancestry, when you want to know if your cat came over on the Mayflower, that's the joke. Okay, the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song you just heard. He's going to sing his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Sarah Cohen, his wife, sings with him at the beginning of the show. Does not sing at the end of the show. My buddy Jim Wooster is laughing at that one because that is actually a clip from the first of the pre-recorded episodes of The Dork Forest. If you go back to episode one on Libsyn or on iTunes, the archived ones, you, you got to go through a rigmarole. There's a link on dorkforest.com. Dorkforest.com, by the way, should have the teaser clip, the show, a player for the show, an ability to download the show, and the phone bonus that Libsyn only used to have on the app, and then just decided to give it away. So I was like, all right, well, then I guess we're giving it away. So uh, all of those things will be at dorkforest.com, including the teaser clip, which I pull out a little one to three minute clip of the show so you can hear a little sample of who we're talking to here on the Dork Forest. JackieCasia.com has everything else. It has all of my stand-up calendar. This week I'm in Denver at the Comedy Works for the very first time. So if you know anybody in Denver, make them go to my show because I want to come back to Denver. It's supposed to be one of the best clubs in the country, the downtown Denver Comedy Works. And I've been trying to get into it for a million years, and I'm really excited about doing it. So I'm hoping it goes well. No pressure on myself. Anyway, also on JackieCation.com is the merch page. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get my stand-up t-shirt. You can get my stand-up albums and my DVD. You can get all of my albums and the DVD digitally as well, iTunes and Amazon. The DVD, you can either get a hard copy from me or you can get a digital download over at Comedy Film Nerds digital download page. Also on JackieCation.com is the Amazon banner. The Amazon banner uh, is just a portal to Amazon. When and if you order from Amazon, if you go there through the portal at JackieCation.com, order like normal. It doesn't cost you extra, but the Dork Forest gets a little bit of a kickback, and it's a way to donate to the show. Another way to donate to the show is to buy merch, if you like merch. Uh, you could always get my CDs and DVD online. They're all available digitally, and you can just listen to them on Pandora and Spotify as well, uh, though the DVD is only on ComedyFilmNerds.com on their download se- section if you want to own it but not own a DVD. Anyway, there's also a donation button. It is November, you guys, and in November and December, I ask rangers of the Dork Forest not to donate to the Dork Forest but to instead find a local food bank. Just find a food bank. Google the name of your town in the word food bank and you will find a food bank and you give them the $5, $20, $100 that you are going to give to the Dork Forest and it will help everyone and we will all feel a nice glow. Uh, did I say the rest of the credits? Vilmos did my website and Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio. It's a great episode, you guys. We talk about the big questions and I get kind of uh, verklempt. Is that the word? Probably not. But let's find out. You'll listen. You'll tell me. Feel free to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. Hope you're well. Enjoy the show.
Hey, it's Jackie Cation back in my living room. Uh, return guest, uh, former uh, Dork Forest guest, Eric Lampere. How are you, sir? I'm back and I'm feeling great. Excellent. It's Eric. It's at Eric Lampere on all the things. And Eric is with a C and Lampere has a T on it. Why so, not? Oh, why not? My, so, my parents thought, ah, oh, let's really upset like, the MCs that work with them. <laughs> exactly. Let's go back to that French Normandy thing and do the whatever. But you're living here now. <laughs> I'm living here. What did you talk about? Things have changed since the last time we spoke. (laughs) Fundamentally. Seriously, lots of things. Um, I can grow a beard at the time. Oh, really? We spoke about that in quite a lot of detail. Little kiss there from your husband. Right. Andy Uh, Ashcraft making a cameo. You know, the the listeners don't know, but there was a little kiss that just happened. Right. A little secret quiet kiss. Yes. (laughs) And now, pad, 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 (laughs) as he creeps out the door with our giant spider. See ya. <laughs> I love it. Um, also, last time you gave me a drink of water in a Captain America glass, and Which, now we're changing it up. We are. What, are, what are we looking at? Doctor oh, Strange. Glass. I gave you the much, much vaunted Doctor Strange glass. That's currently one of my favorites, and also this Iron Fist one. Oh, it's very you, nice. I like? just love uh, listeners. Yeah, it's so, there's you, a door. You have the privilege of listening to Jackie, but my goodness, her house is just an absolute joy. It's a treat. It's a treat to sit around and love and it. see a thing. Yeah, it's nice. Andy just uh, showed me his. He went yesterday. He told me a long story about how um, there's a. Oh, I know the the Target the the business the shop, the shop right Target uh the one down by where the Galaxy the soccer team plays right is the best Target. They get the Hot Wheels before anybody. Oh. So he bought three new Hot Wheels that he's pretty psyched about. <laughs> There's six dollars we'll never see again. Anyway, um, it's, uh, I kid. So, uh, but you, okay, so what did you talk about last time? Did so we- last time we spoke about evolution. That was the main thing. Oh, that's we, we, right. we spoke a little bit about the, uh, sort of the English and American patois and the mm-hmm. differences between the two and the, the joy of mistakes between the word fanny and fanny. Oh, the whole of language. Oh, so listen back. It was actually on a, you released on the 25th of February 2014. Right. Uh, the reason I know that is because that's now my wife's birthday. Oh, there so you go. So when we did the podcast, I just met my wife. You have a, you're married to a two year old. No, I'm kidding. Two year old. See what lady. happened there? I'm riffing. Um, <laughs> inappropriate. Go ahead. Um, but no, I, when we first did the podcast, that's when I met my wife in oh, Los right. Angeles. Uh, right. So I was pre So she's from here. So she is American. She's, oh, right. She's, a, she's Pittsburgh. She's Pittsburgh. A, she's well, that more is... anger. There's more anger. <laughs> ride the incline. Have you been to Pittsburgh? <laughs> I have. It's, uh, a, it's a dollar ride just I, going up and down the incline. It was a fascinating ride. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Great view of the rivers joining. Sure. You know? Yep. The, the two rivers. Is hey. that what it is? Uh, it's three rivers. It's Maybe it's three rivers. It might be a half a dozen. We don't know. I don't know. It's a city of bridges. There's a lot of bridges. That's <laughs> a lot of I bridges. Know. It's a pretty city, actually. I kind of like it. I it's- do like it. When you get through the tunnel and you're like, Poof! yeah, as, as, an, as industrial cities go, it's a good one. A pretty, so. pretty city full of angry people. That's- sure. Which is weird. Cause, uh, I'm from Milwaukee, which, uh, we hide our anger a little bit more. Right. And, uh, not great though, though hit and miss. They're pretty helpful until <laughs> you're mean to them and then all of a sudden they turn on you. Right. Which it seems fair enough. Just be nice. Yeah. So yeah. last time we spoke about evolution of humans, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, all the hominids from the millions of years back. Right. And, and now I guess I'm more interested, not as well versed, but uh, I'm more right. interested in the, the evolution of humans, but future. Oh. 
That's right, AI. You want to go artificial intelligence? Ah, I am just at the moment fascinated by it. And is it what what brought you into it? Science fiction? Well, I guess if we're really getting topical, Westworld. Oh, okay, that TV show Westworld. Yeah, have you been watching it? No, no, I don't watch anything, but I I, I want to. I saw the movie many years ago. Oh, 1973. Great. I didn't see it in the theater. I'm not that. Right. I'm 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 not super young, but I didn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> I saw it on the television with the moving pictures. It's a good one. You and, yeah. Have you got to see the movie yet? Or? I haven't seen the movie. Right. Um, but but it, I, I was understand. written by Michael Crichton. Is Crichton. It Crichton. 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 Um, and it's. The the TV show I understand has got a nice twist to it. It's not the same as the movie, so right. they did a nice job, I guess. I mean, I will watch the movie at some point, but uh, just the series. I mean, there's loads of AI films. You know, the, it's not new. Terminator, right, right. There's loads of uh, Lawnmower Man, I guess. Right, Lawnmower Man. No, Piers Brosnan, awful film, but awful. brilliant, but also brilliant, <laughs> but right, but super fun. Yeah. Why are we fascinated? I, we are genuinely fascinated by the idea of having a pet robot, a life model decoy. It makes life easier. It would make it. It would simplify if we just had someone we could totally boss. But if you think about it, we're already control. doing it. We're already doing it. How, how are we doing it? Okay, have you got a smartphone? I do. Yeah, well, there we go. You've got one. So, like, <laughs> right. if but you're it's... playing chess with it, uh, that's an AI. If you uh, if you use Siri, so mm-hmm. if you go Siri, can you take me to this address? Yeah. Yes, of course, Eric. Yes. And Siri, <laughs> Siri's artificial intelligence. You can actually have a conversation with it. Right. And um, that's essentially the Turing test. Okay. Where, you know, like sometimes you'll ask a Siri an emotional question or a, a sort of question. Turing test is from Blade Runner, right? Well, Turing test is actually from Alan it's Turing. It's real. <laughs> it's a real test. That's right. It's an actual thing. So it's, uh, developed in 1950s by Alan Turing, uh, who is the one that cracked the Enigma code. Uh, so you know the movie Imitation Game with uh, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch? It's about essentially that. Okay. Um, and so, uh, he cracked the Enigma code, which helped us, uh, defeat the Nazis. Excellent. Damn you, Nazis. Right. And, um. They're coming around the mountain again, so. And as, right. as a way of. Yeah, I know. I was so sad. Oh. Uh, and as a way of, uh, Thanking Alan, uh, the British government said, well, since you're a homosexual, uh, either go to prison or we'll chemically castrate you. Um, Fun. Which is nice. I mean, you know. Well, um, uh, nice of them to give him a choice. Right, so. isn't it? And so um, uh, they, he decided chemical castration. And right, because he uh, didn't think he would meet a nice fella inside. Oh, that, I mean, that would be the perfect place. That would have been the perfect place. Alan! If- he dropped the ball, except for the fact that uh, he would be incarcerated with criminals. Sure. And, it, it's, and they don't make and, good life partners. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that they're not charming. <laughs> it's, uh, but love is not necessarily, you don't necessarily find love in prison. But no. It would Some have been. Do. He could have. He could have. Uh, so uh, he chose chemical castration. Two years later, he uh, commits suicide with cyanide. Of course. Um, because um, what a horrible thing to treat a man because of homosexuality. Right, and, right. right. And, and he saved, essentially, potentially he saved the world. And he and he invented the Turing test. So, yeah, he developed the Turing test, which, which is, is yeah. uh, uh, it's a text-only conversation. Okay, so it's, it, oh. it's a text-only conversation where uh, you ask uh, the other side a question, and it's a blind side, so you don't know if it's a human or a robot, and okay. you have to see whether it's a robot or a human. Right. And uh, there's little things. I essentially went on the date once with artificial intelligence. Okay. Uh, so I did the Turing test, and it was for a program called How to Survive a Disaster Movie. Okay. Uh, for the for UK channels, <laughs> I got to like uh, wrestle alligator, uh, swim with sharks. It was just an insane awesome opportunity where I just did loads of think of all the different types of disaster movies yeah. I got to see how to survive right you know I got to like uh, I had to capture a rat uh, kill it 
and then uh, cook it and then eat it. And I've got worms up my bum um, for uh, a week. And well, you would. Well, so, you would. Because rats, it turns out, will eat anything. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm getting a little ill thinking about it. It's so a that rat. was one of the tests. Right. And then one, so the artificial intelligence test, I went to the University of Birmingham in the UK, not Birmingham... Whatever states you, Birmingham, right. Alabama. I mean, right. you got a few Birminghams, I think. We got some Birminghams. Birmingham, Alabama is quite nice, actually. You get a chance to do a little stand-up in Birmingham, Alabama. I recommend it. Oh, thank you. There's a there's a pour-over coffee community that is uh, <laughs> that's trying to take over the bearded youth. <laughs> they're 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 fighting the good fight down in Birmingham. Anyway, yeah. so but so, you you went to University of Birmingham in Birmingham. Yes, and so what they did it was a really fun little test. They put a uh, a sound thing in my ear. What's this, well, what's the word I'm looking for? An earbud. An earpiece. An earpiece. Um, an earpiece. And so uh, the, the people that I went on the date with were told, ah. look, Eric is going to reply slowly and you have to work out what's happening. Okay. And so I went on three separate dates with these right. people and they would ask me a question. That question would be uh, put into a chatbot. The, the okay. best chatbot that they have okay. uh, at the University of Birmingham where they study artificial intelligence. And uh, that chatbot would reply. The producer would then tell me what the chatbot replied with and then I would reply that to the ah. date. And so we'd go on a date, and essentially they were on a date with artificial intelligence. Right. And, you know, sometimes the replies were quite interesting. Uh, but then when it got, like, emotional, uh, sometimes it got repetitive. This is the thing. You can you can spot artificial intelligence Yeah. Um, at the moment, at the level that we're at, because they can't really do very complex language uh, okay. or, or emotions or uh, sometimes – I mean, they're starting to get really good, but they can't remember that they've said something. So okay. they might repeat it. Okay. You know? Um and it's really interesting the the the, the history of chatbots and artificial intelligence is great. Like there was one called Eliza uh 1960s I think. Okay. Uh and Eliza was designed um to do non directive therapy, right? So uh by that it was, it was a lot of repetition. So a, a th- someone would go into therapy with Eliza and go Oh, uh, I'm sad about my childhood. Right. And, and, she, and then she would say, she would essentially sort of repeat it and go, what's sad about your childhood? Right. right? Which is what actual therapists right. do. It was actually <laughs> genuinely quite good. Right. So they, so Eliza was a listening device, essentially. It was, Basically, it was, it was a good yeah. way to feed it back to you. Right. And repeat what you, okay. And I like it. It was really interesting. It was basic, but mm-hmm. it worked. And a lot of people were convinced and she passed the Turing test. In the 1970s, uh, uh, Parry was invented. And Parry was a artificial, uh, intelligence chatbot that was designed on information that, uh, therapists got from schizophrenics. Okay. Okay. And then what they did is they put Parry to talk with Eliza. So Eliza and Parry were having a conversation. Oh, to see if she could tell that he was a schizophrenic. I, I don't know what the test was, okay. but the test was essentially they, they could have an actual conversation. Okay. Uh, but what was... So they didn't need either of us. Oh, we're, this is some... We're already not needed in the Exactly. We're already gone. <laughs> um, and so, uh, the, uh, <laughs> um, so Barry, but the thing is, if he's schizophrenic, any chatbot could be schizophrenic because essentially they sort of end up saying... We're schizophrenic things, right? Nonsensical like, things. Right, right, right. Things that are non sequiturs and... So that was Eliza Parry. Then there was another one called Lolita. Lolita. Lolita's Already we're right. getting into something sexy. Very, well, why wouldn't you? Well, actually, you're saying that, but it's based on sex. Well, of course it is because it's, because the Lolita movie, I think, came out before the Lolita. Um, oh, of course. Is Lolita by Kubrick? It's, 
It, I feel like it, which means that tiny children might be involved, but we well, don't know. So it is. It's based on a naive 14-year-old girl. Uh, Stanley she, Kubrick, may you rot in a hell of your own making. He anyway, is filth, isn't it's he? just disgusting. Um, just fucking get a life. Oh, actually, a yes. little link. Um, there is an artificial intelligence robot called HAL, I think, in 2001 and Space yeah, Odyssey. Right. Right. So yeah, there is. It's looping. Maybe uh, Stanley's a robot. Right. Excellent. So Lolita, uh, so Lolita is, a, is a based naive, on a 14... Naive 14-year-old girl. Okay. Uh, and that she was used... I say she. Do you see? I said she already. Should, should be it. Right. Oh my god, I'm getting tricked already. <laughs> um, uh, she was used to lure pedophiles. Ah, there you go. Uh, which is a very good. No, no well, thing. did it work? Uh, did it work? I think so. So I think the Spanish police started using Lolita, and, and I think if, if think about it, uh, chatbots are, are, are everywhere now. Okay. Uh, they're, so they're, they're, um, they're definitely uh, using you, that to lure pedophiles. How are but. you? How are you using the word chat box? Is it is is that the artificial creation that that like Siri? That you're referring to everything that's sort of like Siri, where uh, it has an interactive kind of. Well, so like a, a chatbot would be. I think I think it's text only. Okay. So um, uh, have you ever been on f- in your own Facebook and then you've received like weird messages from people going saying, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah. From people that you don't know. Right. That's a bot. I believe that most of those are bots. And right? they're because, generated. Because, yeah, because if you, if you reply something that's kind of nonsensical, like if uh-huh. you start having, because we're comedians, so I, every time I get a chatbot, I start fucking you with talk them. it. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> testing them out. And you can see I, that they, they I can see that. You can see that they struggle. And so either they're a chatbot or there's someone that don't, that doesn't that, speak the English language Right, that uh, so isn't well. the same language. That, right. Okay, at that level. But either God. way, I'm having a great time right. like messing around with them. <laughs> you're like, I know you're trapped in a tiny room. Um, so I'm going to try talking to you, <laughs> and, it's, and right. your English is going to be a second language. I was thinking about the, the old pedophiles there. Um, Were you? That, yeah. Sometimes you ever think about the young pedophiles? <laughs> How does it start? Um, what, what, a, what a horrible thing to go through. Just imagine waking up one day and you're going, oh... Fancy kids, right? Suck, right? Right. Venture Brothers. I don't know if you ever watched Venture Brothers. No. Uh, well, the their 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 bodyguard, not Brock, uh, Doctor Hatred, uh, uh, Captain what what Sergeant Hatred. Anyway, he is a pedophile, and he has taken um, he takes these pills right to sublimate it, and um, but they they joke about it for I mean Doctor the Venture Brothers is a very dark cartoon on adults. Right, right, right. So um. It is, I brought it up in the hopes that you too had seen it, but you have not Apologies. seen it, but he is, oh, that's fine. I've seen four television shows. So <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, it was a good, it was a good shot in the dark. What, uh, so what you were thinking about pedophiles? Yeah. Well, it's a mental health issue, right? Right. A lot of them, based on documentaries I've seen and stuff, uh, based on all the friends I have. Um, <laughs> based on that- the thousands of documentaries and all the research I've done. Uh-oh, Eric um, Lambert. <laughs> based on my own feelings. Um, <laughs> um, they, a lot of them don't act on it, right? But it right. is a brain malfunction, if you like. Right, it's a shit thought. It's right. an unwanted awful, thought syndrome. Awful, awful. Yeah. And so, like, we can't just kill them. Uh, and so how can we It'd fix it? It'd be great it, to fix right? them. Yeah. And so either we can fix it and we'll work that out, or can there be a way to... So here's, here's, here's the ethical question that Westworld brings up quite well. Okay. Okay. The humans are, so, so I'm guessing, I'll explain it I've to you. I've seen the movie, so right. I, I get what the purpose of Westworld is. Right. So in case a listener hasn't, doesn't know, yeah. uh, there's an adventure park where rich people, or anyone, if you've got the money, can go into this very big theme park 
uh, full of androids. And essentially with these androids, they are so like humans. Uh, these androids don't even know that they're not, you know, oh, human. Okay. they think that they're human. Um, and technically not conscious. Okay. Then they're not conscious or self-aware. Okay. They're not self-aware. Like if they were to look in a mirror, they wouldn't recognize themselves. That's what self-awareness is. Like, so we look in a mirror and we know that that's our face. Okay. And, uh, other, most great apes, dolphins, mm-hmm. elephants, uh, magpies, they can look in a mirror and go, that's me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so self-awareness is what you would then go, Oh, like that's, that's, that's what me. you don't want for artificial intelligence. Okay. Basically. Um, or, you know, consciousness. Cause yeah, when, yeah. once it's conscious, what's the ethics? And so these tourists would go into Westworld and they just kill, kill, they just vice kill city. people all the time. They it's, vice city it. Yeah. It's like Grand Theft Auto. You, yeah. Okay. And you know, when I like, I'm having a bad day and I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. If I kill 400 people, right. there is no consequences and it doesn't, it's, it's not also a reflection on who I actually am. Right. But sometimes I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. And I just kill them all. Right. right? And essentially, uh, Westworld is Grand Theft Auto. There is yep. no re- repercussions. There's no consequences. You can do what you want. That includes rape, right? right. So for example, uh, some tourists go in there, and like my my wife was was saying that she was so shocked that pe- humans would just go straight away for like rape, right. right? And then I said, okay, yes, rape is awful, terrible. But here's the interesting question: when you ladies have a dildo mm-hmm. uh, or a man has like a sex doll okay mm-hmm. you don't ask the permission of the dildo to right. just to just use it you just use it right, right. It's, a, it's an object yeah now the future of the technology is getting so good that now you can have actual sex dolls with dildos right that you can actually just sort of straddle and have fun with that are you attached got, to you right or, 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 they, or that are separate from you but look real right uh, do, do you ask the permission of the sex doll? No, you just get on with it. And now you're adding uh, artificial intelligence in the sex doll. Not conscious. Right. And it's not self-aware or whatever, but it's just artificial intelligence. It, it's such ask- a muddy line, though. Right. Because, it's getting really confusing. Right. Because if because if <laughs> if I have a sex – if I had a sex doll, right, right, and it looked like a man. Right. And it was – you know, uh, the, the, the romancing the stone, you know, it was like, I don't know if you, whatever, it's a, another old movie I've seen again. Now we've seen five things that Jackie has seen on the moving pictures. And, uh, but it's like, cause it's a romance novel kind of dude right. who has this shaded face. You don't see his face. Right. Right. So if it looks like a dude and it's been, artificially generated right. to simulate as close to a human as possible. And you're like, I'm going to go into this Grand Theft Auto scenario where it is not a video. It is not a game, but it is a 3D interactive game where you're like, well, I uh, can control this robot. Right. In any way I want. I can, I can fuck it. I can kill it. I can maim it. I can take it apart. I can live my Dexter fantasies with it. I can yeah. skin it and all these things. Um, personally, uh, that sounds horrifying to me because it encourages the worst parts of ourselves. It, 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 I think it denies civilization. It denies the, the, the idea of, um, there are people that are mentally ill who want to rape, who want to murder, who want to, um, maim and torture and keep people in their basement and do horrible things. Sure. If we give them a toy that simulates that, well, does that, does that quench their thirst or does it give them ideas? Now, right. so it's, it's, it is interesting because I think, you know, some, some humans, uh, require the help of like dominatrix to like, you know, get whipped or whatever. And they just want to live that fantasy. Mm-hmm. So if 
a human goes into Westworld and essentially rapes an android who is essentially wiped. Is the, it a victimless the, crime? Well, it's <laughs> and so I was talking, and she was like, "Well, the robot screams," and I was like, "Right, but it's a, it's not real. So it's a, is it? It's a, it, maybe it's a fantasy." Right, just like it's a fantasy, but what the person, the real person, the sentient, conscious, self-aware person is getting from that scream is oh, I'm not saying it's okay. No, 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 no. You're not saying it's okay. I'm saying is it? There is in every human. It's hard, isn't it? It's it's, well, I don't. Have you seen? Have you seen Ex Machina? No, no I, I, I read, of course, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I read the comic book Ex Machina by Brian okay. K. Vaughn. Anyway, um, but what was Ex Machina, the plot of that? I, I uh, remember somebody told me. If, if, if I'm getting very basic, it's, it's about that. It's about mm-hmm. uh, an android who is self-aware, and I think the creator of the android uh, was having sex with it. Okay. Um, Which it becomes, when it becomes self-aware, it becomes, it gets emotions that are invested in, in, in what is happening to it. it Whether it falls in love or whether it, it hates what's happening to it. Right. There's, well, I do watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and there are life model decoys, LMDs, uh, that have just been introduced into the plot, which have been in comic books for, for quite some time. The first life model decoys. If I'm going to the long box correctly, feel free to correct me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, Nick Fury, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., was, yeah. he made a life model decoy that could pretend to be him. Yeah. And could boss people around, but it could also be at events where if you were killed, he wouldn't be killed because right, yeah, it, would, yeah. it would be a life model decoy. I've seen the movie Surrogates. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, that was a comic, movie. I think, as well. Was it? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so but was it the Bruce Willis movie? Bruce Willis one, yeah. yeah. Uh, where you know y- your body can stay at home. And it's you, Avatar. You, essentially. You, yeah, you essentially I saw go into Avatar. A <laughs> Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, all of these things are the evolution of human humankind. It's these things that you watch on TV, you're like, wow, it's fascinating. But this is all so possible. And I've- And that's the next question. You know, I mean what what's the right use of artificial intelligence? Have you thought of that? Yeah. So firstly, it just helps with everything that we do. Okay? It, it's everything's quicker, everything's better. You know, Star Trek very much computer do this yeah yeah it's just a lot better if you look at uh tesla released a video uh, last week uh of a car that drove someone from one point to another yeah. uh, without the person using doing anything right driverless right. cars driverless cars and driverless cars are going to be so much better because they can stay at the speed limit without speed it'll always be the perfect speed well, so and what, as soon as it sees something in the environment where like it might affect the speed it will automatically change it while we have a reaction that we need to do a reaction in our brain and then we need to tell our brain to do a motor movement to then brake that already takes too long <laughs> Andy loves the idea of driverless cars I love the idea of a bus system why not just <laughs> why Why do we have to all have our own little pod oh no we wouldn't Americans. no no so, so, so the the aim uh, someone at Uber was talking about this the aim is that we would be sharing all these cars so for example uh, the car would pick you up Jackie yep. and it would take you to a comedy club while you're at the comedy club for like a couple of hours, yep. that car would then be used to take someone else somewhere else. Okay, and that's the future. The but future. we'd be so. But we'd be in the car by ourselves. It wouldn't be. The, and there's no it'd route. Be, it'd be your own. You'd and be, you'd 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 call it with your phone. That's I think the dream is that it, yeah. it would be constant constant cars all over the road, driverless right. cars that would take everyone everywhere they need to. Okay, uh, you know I think a city uses about twenty percent space just for parking. That's yeah. like street parking, actual parking structures. Imagine. 
what a city could do with 20% more space. Right. And so there's 7 billion people on the planet. We could build more people oh, kennels. Rising, where people it? could have <laughs> People could have their own homes. That would yeah. be one of the cons, I think, with artificial intelligence and robots, is that they would be taking jobs away. Jobs away from a real American. <laughs> right? And that's essentially a downfall. But but the frustrating thing but is But someone they, has to fix those cars. Someone has to clean those cars. Someone agreed. has to... So, so, you know, one of the cons, again, is the repair and the cost repairs of, of artificial intelligence. And right, and I'm sure there's going to be teams that go out and, you know, there's a car stuck in the middle of nowhere, so you got to send another car out yeah, so to get that car, right. and then with that, you got to send out some, some people <laughs> to fix the car that's stranded on the middle of the nowhere. And then you got to fix the people that you sent, because those people are actual people real people. Those people are actual people. artificial intelligent oh, people, yeah. So, so, so it's, it's, there's pros and cons, but the thing is, you know, you humans would lose jobs, but then those jobs would be done so much better. There is no emotion. Okay, so here's a pro and a con with the emotion. Technically, there will be no emotion. So they'll always be logical. Okay. They'll always be logical to go, this is the best thing to do. Well, but- if it's a car, I'm fine. If it's a person telling me, if it's a, if it's an artificially intelligent person, if it's Ultron or or uh, the Vision right. talking to me saying, well, you're being a lot, or even Spock, uh, if you're being illogical, what's that, what's, what's in it for me? Right. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just curious. Interesting question. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a fascinating question. It's, um, so, so the artificial intelligence is going to be used at every level. It's used in my phone and then it's going to be used in the car. It's going to be used everywhere. So, you know, even now, uh, in the house, uh, everywhere, everywhere, but even in, inside yourself. So I, uh, if I had a friend, uh, still have a friend sure. uh, who has a prosthetic limb. Okay? okay. And a prosthetic limb couldn't do anything. It was just, it was visual. Right. Okay. Just out of like saving itself. Just a place. A, yeah. yeah a placeholder. Saving herself a bit of embarrassment. She yeah. just had a, an arm. But now you can have a prosthetic limb where the fingers move based on what the brain is telling that prosthetic limb to do. But how, I mean, how did they do that? And right. if you think about it, that's now, we're now in 2016 in, okay, let's use computer games. Yeah. Right? Uh, in the 80s, you had Super Mario. And you're like, wow, look at Mario jumping from one thing to another. And now you've got like GTA and you've got right. like the Sims game. Right. Think about what the games will be like in 20 years time, in 100 years time. In 100 years time, can we create games that will have characters that have artificial intelligence and think that they're conscious, that they think they're real? Which means, here's my next question. Do we live in a computer simulation? Ah, so could, red pill, blue pill. Technically, okay, yeah. and again, this is an actual viable scientific theory. It's possible. Um, one that's like not, it's not necessarily untestable. It's in a way we will never know. So there's physicists that go and look, actually, if you look at the universe and like the mathematical equations that create the universe, uh, so mathematical, especially this, so quarks, right? Um, quarks, uh, what was it? Because, oh, okay, so in quarks, for example, there is a thing called Oh, well, I, I think I wrote it down somewhere. Um, <laughs> uh, error correcting codes. Okay. okay. In mathematical language, uh, about quarks, electrons, and supersymmetry. And those, uh, error connecting codes, correcting codes are found in, uh, like uh, browsers, internet browsers. That's how you make, uh, internet browsers. That's how okay. they, they work and stuff. So autocorrecty so, kind of things or? So basically, at, you, at its most, ba- at its very basic, at very yeah. basic, because I'm not like I'm not a physicist and stuff. But but there is code and everywhere. I'm even less. Yes, because <laughs> there's code everywhere. Yeah, and potentially, you know, potentially, future advanced civilizations. Mm-hmm. Um, and by by that I mean human 
right. future human advanced civilization or alien civilizations have created us. Now, historians have said that if they had the technology now to be able to create humans to see how humans thrived and evolved, mm-hmm. it would be such a great tool. So forget the game aspect. Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I've only the read Earth- it once. Well, the first one, it's, um, it's essentially the Earth is a simulation. Right. The Earth is a simulation to find the meaning of the universe. Okay. And so when mm-hmm. the Voltrons or whoever uh, destroys to make way for an inter, uh, an intergalactic uh, freeway, right? they've ruined billions of years of work <laughs> because they've destroyed the Earth, which is the... A test. Yes, which is a test. And um, we are not intelligent enough to know... Or even comprehend the idea that we could be computer simulations. Because we just can't think of that. Fair enough. I I have a theory that is that I have told children that I've babysit for. Hey, hello, moms of children I've babysit. Because kids will come to me. Uh, kids have ch- – children have come. My nieces and nephews or these kids that I babysit for. Uh-oh, call Lolita. <laughs> it's, uh, and they've asked me um, – is Harry Potter real? Is Lord of the Rings real? Is right. Narnia real? Are these things? And I have... <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is yes. And the answer is yes because people are not smart enough to create these worlds that are so vibrant and feel so real. When you go into the Lord of the Rings, mm. when you go into um, the Cage Baker Company novels, uh, when I go into these worlds, even even simplistic worlds of like the Anne McCaffrey, Dragon Riders of Pern, um, the... Whether the writing is exceptional or whether it isn't, someone, in my opinion, the author has seen a glimpse into a parallel universe. Okay. Whether or not that is real, I'm willing to laugh at myself, but I genuinely believe that. I believe, why not? But I don't think there's anything wrong with what you're saying. Right. And in a way, they already have created a world. So at at the most basic way, the trilogy of Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. by Tolkien is a code that you could put into a a computer to create to create a a, you could create that world i mean if you look at have you have you seen the lord of the rings video games they're gorgeous right they look real but now imagine it because we don't have computers powerful enough yet this is the thing it's all yet because Mm -hmm. we know that we can do it if you look at uh, a hard drive 10 years ago is had enough room for one movie now you can have like Thousands of movie on one hard drive that's now smaller. Right. You know the idea that, uh, not the idea, uh, the fact that our smartphones yep. have more technology in them now than they, than the computers that sent Neil Armstrong to the moon. Right. 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 So, and that was only 50 years ago. Right. So think about what 50 years, in 50 years time we'll have. I do have a theory about video games in the, that, uh, but this is coming from Cage Baker. I think, uh, <laughs> I think a hundred years from now, the video games we're all going to be playing are going to be like Pong. Because uh, our lives are going to be so interesting out here that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna relax by just playing mm. Bejeweled. That's it's just going to be match three, match no. three, match three. And you're, then... you have a, a quite a utopian way to oh. look at it. Well, you know, I'm I'm an optimist. I'm not, uh, you know, I I, I think I, I am I am too. But right? I, I think that the worlds that we can create are far more fascinating in the computers because in the computers there's no sadness. There's no like there's always like. Joy. Have you, are you reading, um, uh, are you reading? Um, there's a book I'm reading at the moment called yeah. Re- Ready Player One. Yeah, I've read that. Oh, I'm so glad you've read it. <laughs> sure. I've, I've, yeah, I had Ernie Klein on the Dork Forest. You should listen to that. Oh my God, I will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm only on chapter four. 
Oh, okay. it's a delight, I is it not? I am brand new at it. And yeah. I am... So, I'm, so I am now in the book. Yep. So I'm already in the world of the book. Yep. But, and did you hear who's making the movie? It's oh, Spielberg. Spielberg. Cause he's the only there's one a little who, reference to him as well in the right, chapter Because well, he's the only one who could get the IP, you know, to do all the different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, I, I have a great hope for that movie. But uh, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. What I like about uh, books turned into movies, books still exist. Anyway, yes, so I mean, so the book is fascinating. I've, I recommend it to everyone, and that's only on chapter four so far. Yeah, but, but again, uh, so without re- actually, re- uh, what are you going to reveal? Any chapter- spoilers? Right. Is that uh, there is technology in the future where you can put virtual reality headsets, which we're, we're already at now, right? Just not Oculus. Let's do and, it. And as soon as you put it on, you are in you're a in world class that has that is better than your own world, and it's, right. Now the the you the could put on you could put on the voice w- worries me a little bit because you're like it's so much better than the real world. Matt Weinhold, great stand-up comic from uh San Francisco, writer on many different programs. Uh look up Matt Weinhold, he has a great and I think this is on his current album mm-hmm. uh which was probably 4 years old now that album, but I recommend everybody go out and get Matt Weinhold's damn album now because he's got the I, the joke has to be from like 10 or 12 years ago because he didn't have a computer. Right. And he said that his friends were like, you have to get a computer. And he's like, have you been outside? The graphics are great. Yeah. And it's <laughs> such a great joke, right? Yes. It's one of the great, it's a great joke. It's one of the greatest computer jokes I think I've ever heard. So, um, your joy in the fact that there's no sadness. When you get to Ready Player One, call me because, oh, uh, okay, yeah. it is also, there is, that lesson, it's a small lesson in there, in that, that, uh, that Ready Player One addresses the very thing that you've said. Right. In the fact that virtual reality and having a, a, a life-size sex toy are, these are great, but they should, they're toys, you know? I mean, you have to make sure that you still talk to your wife. You right. know, you have to make sure that you still have a dog. <laughs> you know, you, um, but we're all gonna die at some walk. point. So, we're all gonna die. So you might as well do what brings you joy. Always, right? Always. It's um the my my father. I asked my I was talking to my dad the other day and and uh, yesterday and he said he was talking about he's like we were talking about depression mm. and my father's attitude about depression is like well de- sometimes you get depressed sometimes you don't want to go to work sometimes you don't want to do the thing you do do something that makes you happy mm. and uh and my father's idea and this you know what because uh, my father's idea of doing what he's like do whatever makes you happy. Mm. So if making you happy is having an affair on your, on your, on my mother, uh, knock yourself out. Uh, <laughs> does he listen so, to this? No, he does not. Hey, Good. dad. Hey, unbelievable dad. <laughs> hey, dad. Uh, he doesn't like the math, uh, on, uh, I didn't like the math when he was telling me the history of going out with my mother and then going out with my stepmother. Right. And I was like, hey, I don't like the overlap there. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, well, that's the math. I didn't make it up. And I was like, yeah, you did. You were the one who actually did the thing were the thing. Anyway, so, uh, but, but there's, I think it, for me, it's kind of important to stay out here too. Cause I, that's why I don't turn the PS3 on sometimes. Right. Is cause I will spend 14 hours just rabbit holing down the middle of steam and. Oh, whoa. Guess what? Oh, you know what? If you're going to keep that in, that maybe was uh, artificial <laughs> intelligence. They're getting too close to us. They're getting too close. Well, I guess we are keeping it in then because I was about to write at 35 minutes, edit out the giant bzzzt, uh 
Clearly, I found a bad XLR cable in the dark forest. No, you say you say that. I say bad. I, I, it's a judgment. I say it's just, you know, it's, <laughs> it's God and the machine. Just they're getting too close. Uh, Pull the plug. <laughs> but it's just, it's just this is not new. It's you know, cogito ergo sum. You know, Descartes. Like I think, therefore I am. Okay. How, okay. You know that you're real because you're currently thinking. But how do you know that I am real to you? How do you know? Right. I'm just, a, I could be just a program. Right. You could just be in a vat, right? Like in the Matrix or, have you watched Black Mirror? No. Um, oh, goodness. <laughs> there's so many things you can say. Uh, Immediately. So Strangers, there's, Stranger Things, whatever. There's, um, there's a, oh, Stranger Things is great as well. But that's not, uh, that's um, a different, that's parallel universes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, there's an episode, uh, actually most episodes deal with technology and the mind and consciousness and stuff. So there was one episode where like someone was dying and they, they uploaded their themselves yep. into a, a robot. And so what they experienced was their younger self. So this, this woman was like 70 and she became like back to her twenties. 20, right. Yeah. And it was like in Hawaii or whatever. So like it was just a beautiful sunset beach, just party time all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it was juxtaposed with uh, a robot just putting her USB into a machine. Right. So she was essentially the USB. Yeah. But she didn't know that she was the USB. She she was programmed now. She was a program. Right. And she was still her. She was still everything about herself. Right. Well, I mean that that could be the key to immortality. Right. Is that if we could upload our consciousness and our memories and all these things into another into a robot. But there's there's that question. We are so down a fucking rabbit hole here. But the, what about cloning? I mean, because you could have a younger of yourself raised in another. Like when you create an artificial intelligence that is self-aware and yeah. is conscious. Yeah. Well, that that being now has rights. Yeah, it does. But that's that, and that's exactly you, what I mean. You can't by, just fuck it or kill it. No, you because can't. it's its own thing now. Right. And so, in back in Westworld. It was done so beautifully, back, back to the mirrors. Uh, they would walk past mirrors and not even look in, into it. And at one moment, the, the main character, the main girl, looked in the mirror and sort of cocked her head a little bit, as if to say, what am I looking at here? And she is now becoming conscious, just based on the first few episodes. Like, it's right. quite clear that they're all starting to become conscious of themselves. And then the murdering and the raping and stuff like that is now like, well, you can't like, I mean, you couldn't really it's do like that. It's like Battlestar anyway. Galactica. It was one of the reasons I couldn't watch battle. The new Battlestar Galactica was because the Cylons were people, right? Right. They weren't these, these machine monsters from the old Battlestar Galactica. Hmm. They were, anybody could be, I guess I'm freaked out by the idea that anybody could be an AI. Anybody and and which think, makes which keeps me polite. By the way, we're not we're not there yet. But but I think artificial intelligence is a great thing uh, for evolution of humans. Uh, biologically, we evolve just incredibly slowly, right? And because of like modern modern medicine and stuff like that, you don't the, think there might be a reason for that? The the slowness of it. Oh well, I mean, everything has to die, right? Everything expires. Mm-hmm. But that's the great thing about artificial intelligence and androids. We could live on f- forever. Well, like, well, maybe we're not ready to live forever. Maybe we're not I don't think ready. we are, but I don't, no, no, that's again the beauty of it. I don't think we are, but the things that we will create, artificial intelligence will be. I think that they could become a better version of us. And that is, that is evolution. 
is right. we are creating them. And even though we're creating them, they are a byproduct of us. That is the evolution of humans. Androids and robots can go to Pluto and take beautiful pictures of Pluto. We can't, we will never get there because our bodies, you know, in Alien, the movie Alien, we're just biologically, we're, we're frozen right. until we reach our destination. But we never need to be frozen if our brains are in an android. So it's still us. Yeah. It's still, you know, I think therefore I am. What, what does, what makes a human? Yeah. It's not our bodies that makes us human. It's, it's our consciousness and, and, who we are and and the decisions that we make and how we treat each other right mm-hmm. and with that if that can be uploaded into a machine and that machine can live forever and make it to the next star proximo, proximo right whatever it's 7000 light years away we will never make there mm-hmm. but our products can interesting it's i think that there is there's there's a validity to that i mean that that that's one path of what life is about you know the evolution i think evolution is of course and change is inexorable. It's gonna, it's gonna happen with or without my consent, right? Mm. And, uh. Well. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know how powerful I am. The dark forest, it reaches at least 11,000 people, you guys. <laughs> so, and, uh, but the, uh, the, the, the weird thing is that there's part of me that's like the, what I learn as I'm aging, as a person, right? This body is breaking down. Right. This body is, it's peasant stock, right? So it's always just been very healthy and it's, and it's been fine. But I'm currently 51 years old. And. You don't look it, by the way. Well, thank you very much. Uh, the 35 pounds will do that to you. I'll just fill in all the cracks. Uh, but I got a, you know, like I got a weird hip and I got a weird knee. Yeah. And granted, I can get those replaced now, right? I mean, someone could just come in and go, we're gonna, we're gonna fix that. We're gonna replace that knee. Yeah. We're gonna fix that, that hip. Yeah, or you could wait, you know, I, so I, I I'm love, not gonna do it now. <laughs> I, lo- I love that, you know, in LA especially, uh, I think 65% of very old people look like Tim Burton characters because <laughs> like plastic surgery back in the 80s was just not really that good. Right. It was quite new. And so now they look like the, cr- the creatures that they were made back in the eighties. <laughs> and now plastic surgery is so good. It's getting so good. That, and, and that's the thing. If you have like a bad knee, you can fix that knee mm-hmm. or you can, now, at some point, put a robot knee, which will never fail. Right. Or you could put your brain into and get a rid robot. Of, get rid of your eyes, get rid of everything else into a robot. We don't have the technology yet, I think. Right. But if you could do that and live forever and explore and, like, you could do a dork, dork forest podcast from Mars. Right. You know, like, Would I do that? Oh, it's exciting. Well, it, is, it is exciting. But there's another part of me. What I'm learning because of how my body is breaking down is learning how to deal with this sort of the disappointment of it's like learning about death. Yeah. In the fact that my body breaks down. Right. And the, the creation of an artificial intelligence and moving my consciousness over into another body. That is a rejection of what I think the universe wants me to learn this time around. I don't necessarily, like, I don't know if there's reincarnation. I don't know if this is the only shot I get, right? Right. If this is the only time I'm here, what do I learn in the 75, 90, 100 years I get on this planet, right? Okay, I like the way you're thinking, but what if you're supposed to learn to... To stay forever? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's what we're all trying to do that. The Fountain of Youth is what, one of the most original things. It's been and then, forever. Uh, Thanos of Crete, or something, not, not Thanos, uh, something of Crete. <laughs> um, they, they, like back in the Greek mythology, they, they, they were not Cronus either, but something... Right. Uh, 
They would. Someone's yelling at their iPod. It's yeah. okay. They, uh, they the the Greek in Greek mythology, they wanted to create machines that would protect them. Right. It was back then. You know, this is not a new question. So maybe the real question is not. It's about like avoiding death. Right. And we actually spoke about this last episode. Because <laughs> I was uh, 27 then. I'm now 30, mm-hmm. and I. Remember you saying, oh, you know, in your 20s, you just constantly think about killing yourself. Oh, and right. And in your 30s, you're like, oh, I'm going to die. Who gives a shit anyway? Yeah. And in your 40s, you're like, oh, actually, this is pretty good. And then slowly you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to die. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, which is another Elliot Cation sort of uh, thing. So there's a comic book out currently called Descender. Yeah. And it's essentially about the robots becoming sentient mm-hmm. and the people freaking the fuck out and deciding to kill all the Robbies, which are what they're calling robots. Yeah. They're calling them Robbies. And uh and there's we follow the journey of Tim Twenty One. And Tim Twenty One is a little boy, he's is essentially a playmate of Andy, the little boy, the human little boy on a mining colony. Okay. And um all the robots are killed. Tim Twenty One for some reason lives. But the Tim Twenty One the Tim project was the thing that created sentience into self-awareness, into all of the robots, robots. So the, what we're doing is we're chasing the, the government of the galaxy is trying to get a hold of this Tim, this Tim, so that Tim 21, because he's the last one and he's got the program that can explain why robots became sentient and so that they want to figure out how to shut it down. Right. And the robots are trying to get a hold of him. So they're like to protect him because they're, they're just like, no, we got to figure out, and so we can make more robots. Right. And so it's a fascinating. It's a really great. It's it's. You probably haven't read it. Um, no, I've not read it. You know. No, no. And then so and then I'm listening. Right, right, and and right, right, because Black Mirror and Westworld they sound amazing. So, um, but the, and then <laughs> but the Lois, Lois McMaster Bujold books, uh, which are this, they're space opera, they're science fiction, they're set in the future, and cloning is a big deal because that's all about immortality as well. Yeah. And. What they do is they raise these you they take your DNA, they create a clone of you. Yeah. And then uh they tried to raise them in vats initially, but uh the bones didn't work. Right. Because uh but then <clears throat> so they raise these these people and when they're 18 they do a brain transplant. Right. Like a physical ba- yeah, brain yeah, yeah, transplant. Yeah, yeah. And it is 50% chance of of working. Okay. At this at at, at this level. Uh 50% chance of the the person who bought the clone create or ordered the clone of dying hundred percent chance that the clone's brain dies because right. uh, they throw it out. And uh so the ethics there are so there's so many ethical questions as we go into this of because Westworld, it sounds what, what are, what are we going to find out in Westworld? Are we going to find out that, that these people are like, no, I don't want to be raped and killed and then rebooted. Because that's what happens, right? Well, so basically every every day they have – there's like a script. And every day those androids follow a script. They don't know that they're following a script. It's a right. program, right? Okay. And uh, that script can be totally changed as soon as a Taurus comes in. And a Taurus is one of, a human. Mm. And, and then they have the ability to improvise a little bit around the need of the tourist. Okay. Okay, so one example is uh, a beautiful girl drops like a can of soup or something and then uh, a cowboy picks it up and goes, hey, honey, how's it? And yeah. then they have a chat and then they go, they go on a sort of a date and then he takes her back to like her dad's house and they hear, sh- they, they hear shootings yep. and her dad's getting shot. 
And then he comes to the rescue, shoots the assailants, and then they are oh, the, together. The, the cowboy's the tourist. No, no, the, these are all androids so far. So oh, that's okay. Like a story. And at any, at any point, I could come in and disturb their reality. Okay. Right? And I could shoot them both, or I could have sex with him and her, or, right. or, or whatever. Right. Or I could just watch. I could be away and just watching the, right, right. the theater on, on there. But then the next day, they will do the exact same thing. Okay. So the the things that they think they did yesterday, and their dreams of one day becoming an actress or something, is all yeah. programmed. Uh, so, like, for example, with you you now, yep. you know that you're doing a podcast right now yep. with me. But how do you know that what you did yesterday isn't just a programmed memory? How right. do you know that? Right. And how did it really so, happen? Or is it just today? Am I you just living? You don't know. So what, and what if you live this day every single day? And if so, I apologize. <laughs> but what if you live this day every single day, but you just forget? And, and, right. and LA is actually just one big Grand Theft Auto for tourists. And that's why right. when, when you see people like driving really fast on the, on the freeway, mm-hmm. you think, oh, it's a person. But what if it's actually a tourist? Maybe that's the tourist who wants to sort just of weave drive really out. fast. Yeah. And can the tourists be killed? Because I remember the tourists the can't cannot be, be killed. Uh, so far, so, so far, based on what I've seen, the tourists can't be killed. Um, and this is another a thing that in uh, I think in iRobot, for example, it's like listen to your masters and mm-hmm. you can't kill your masters, kind of thing. Right. And uh, that's the problem with artificial intelligence: is if it gets in the wrong hands, what what what's going to happen? Right. Because uh, the, the the control essentially will always be with us. But if with us, like. The whole Trump thing, for example. Trump Clinton, I don't care who you vote for, right? But one of the things... I do. One of the... Well, of course. Uh, but you might have listeners on both sides. Um, um, go away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, good. Yeah, yeah, Trump's an idiot. Yeah. Right. So if he had his hands on nuclear codes, that was one of the things. It's like, that's terrifying. Yeah. Because he gets angry at tweets yeah. sent to him. He gets, he gets angry at the rumor of something, something, something someone might have said about him. Right. And he spins about... He's got hurt feelings about things that... That it's a, it's an eight year old. It's, it's not. I mean, it's yeah. fascinating to watch, actually. Of uh, course. Sad, but fascinating <laughs> to watch. So imagine him with the ability. That's why he was ability. so good at reality television. Yes. Yeah. So imagine him with the ability with to control. Power. Uh, to control the robots. That would be terrifying. Yes. Uh, and then obviously the big next thing, and Stephen Hawking mentions it, uh, is if they, if they are aware that they are controlled by humans and actually they are, uh, you know what, let's, Let's take we're control. done. We're we're done here. We're done being because the thing is, is whenever you, think about when you were controlled, when you're a child, right? You were controlled by your parents. Sure, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> and then you're 13, 14, and you're like, screw this. Why do they get to tell me what to do? And that hence the rebellion of of adolescence. Yeah, and um, and then you have a, a give and take with your parents and you're like, well, it's just another three years and then I'm 18 and then I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And is, will there be that with, with robots? Well, I, I, again, I don't think I'm intelligent enough to know. I think that when we create them, we can program them. Okay. So we can program them to be way more intelligent than us. I mean, they, they will be. Yep. Uh, but in the program, in the DNA, if you like. Yep. So in your DNA and in my DNA, it says if you've got blue eyes, brown eyes, if you've, if you're going to get cancer or that type of cancer, if you mm-hmm. have diabetes, is like these things. Obviously, uh, environment can change all these things, but ultimately in our DNA, it's a program. It's a code that right. tells us what we are. And so when we create artificial intelligence, um, there, there will be code to say, you can never do this. So the androids can never hurt a human technically in Westworld. Okay? Right. Uh, 
uh, and things are changing. And Until they rewrite their, their own code. They can, that's the thing. The, Which uh, is what DNA people or scientists are doing. They're like, how can we re- rewrite our DNA so that we don't get cancer? Right. And so the artificial intelligence might be able to rewrite its own uh, thing. But also, the scary thing, and Elon Musk was talking about this. Uh, it's well, not, everybody's it, involved. Oh, it's, it's a real <laughs> big thing. Uh, yeah. it's, it's not like... Us humans are all working together on this one artificial intelligence. Exactly. There is loads of different branches, loads of di- Google's working on its own, uh, Russia, China, right. you know, you're thinking about it. Everyone is now creating, uh, a different program. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, that's a scary thing. It's right. Uh, Cause red tornado is d- organized is run by a guy who's really mad. That's red tornado. And red, tor- red tornado. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, lo- we need to like, me and you need to watch like movies together. <laughs> right. We right, need to introduce each other to like loads of different things. <laughs> it's uh red tornado is in Supergirl, and it's a DC, uh, it's a DC supervillain that, that, um, Superman has fought before. Right. And, um, and the same with uh, that alien with the jewel in his face. Anyway, so but there's but oh Jarvis, uh, Jarvis becomes no no that's Marvel. Um, <clears throat> all right, but I was so, like I was thinking of the jewel on his because it's the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, the yeah. jewel is supposedly retconned. Anyway, but he, so he is artificial intelligence. Yep. Yeah, he's that. Right. The Vision and and Ultron are both artificial intelligence, but they they have different visions of what they want to do. Like when the vision just got controlled, I think by Thanos uh, in the Marvel universe oh, and, really? and created this. So he infiltrated the Avengers and created a, a great deal of trouble. I don't read all the crossover, the big ones, yeah, yeah. but the vision, there's a great vision. I can't read it. It's a little too creepy. It's about vision and his wife and his two kids right. and how much people actually fear artificial intelligence. Yeah. And there's, we're all attached to our phones and we all want the artificial intelligence, but there's a certain point where it starts looking too real. People, the interaction is too, there's, there's a, there's a term for that. And I can't remember what it is, is that when the video game is too real, everyone gets uncomfortable. There's a human reaction. Oh, it's like when dolls look too real and stuff like that. Yeah. It creeps people out. Uh, yeah, but I think with artificial intelligence, it'll be too subtle. So for example, when you're, when you're writing a text, uh, if you've got spell check, mm-hmm. uh, spell check starts adapting with your language. So it doesn't just say, do you mean this every single time? Right. If like every time you mean this, you're going, no, I actually mean this. Yep. It'll then go, okay, well, algorithmically. Yep. Is that even a word? Um, I like it. Algorithmically. Uh, that it will <laughs> go, oh, you know what? It didn't mean this. It actually meant th- like right. the, the user I know the what phone you mean. knows this. Yeah. So it slowly adapts and then you're going, great. Spell check knows this. Spell yep. check is artificial intelligence. Yep. Ultimate to a certain degree. Right. Um, no, no, very it's too much subtle. So. It's just, it's, uh, you know, it's too subtle. It's not like you go from a Nokia 3310 to all of a sudden you've got an iPhone 7. You've got iPhone 1, you've got iPhone 2, you've got iPhone 3, you've got all of these. And slowly, just very slowly, tiny, tiny, tiny little well, steps. I went from a burner to an iPhone 4. <laughs> and it was, it was mind blowing. Right. And then, but it took me approximately seven seconds for me to go, oh, I like the iPhone 7. You right. know, I, uh, it, I was, I was willing, and there's part of me that still misses the burner, just yeah. because when I lose a burner, who gives a shit? Who cares? It was a $15 phone. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, this thing was hundreds of dollars. So, um, but, but I do, I get, I, I'm, now I'm in, and now I have, I genuinely, I have a 6S plus. Yeah. Which is the, just last, not the seven, but the, the, and it is, 
So it essentially replaces my iPad and my phone together. The only thing it isn't good at, by the way, is being a phone. I have to use a headset with it because it's too big (laughs) that I can't find the fucking speaker. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) But, um, but it, when you lose it, like you said, when you lose it, it's, it's horrendous. And, and, And the reason is, before those phones, we were storing memory inside our brain. I don't know if you remember what brains are. Do you oh, right. The I remember. Are, yeah, yeah, I was that's where things. you stored phone numbers, for example. Right. And, and, and now I genuinely still can't really think of my wife's phone number because the way I see it is it's in my phone. If I lose my phone, it's in the cloud. Right. right? And it's the, in the cloud. I've got the cloud and I've, mm-hmm. I just don't need it. And it's insane. When we lose that, we lose a part of ourselves. Right. But at some point, the iPhone will be inside us. And it won't matter. And you won't ever lose it. All right. Well, what what else is going to happen? Yeah, we have about. You, well, well, no, actually, let's plug. You're going to be you're going to be touring, doing stand up. Eric Lampere, by the way. I hello everyone. Uh, I so I've just moved to America, uh, land of the free, home of the brave. Finally. And, and I, uh, you know, I, at some point I'm going to be touring around the world, uh, around America, and I, right. I, I want to experience America, and I want to do the gigs and stuff like that. I don't know when I'm going to do it, but at some point. If I'm in your town, I'd love you, to... How long have you been in L.A.? Oh, four, four weeks. You moved here a month ago. Yeah. For reals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you are married yes. to uh, a green card, a uh, nice to lady. A, to an American lady. <laughs> a nice, beautiful That's lady. That's why I'm here. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and she was so like... So technically, hey, I'm French, British, and American now. I'm right? the allies. You are the allies. I'm Hello, the allies. Lafayette. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta give, uh, you gotta, have you seen Hamilton? Anyway, so, <laughs> I put it into all conversations. Anyway, so, but, uh. So basically, like, if you like me talking, right. my, my, and I actually, you know, do stand-up comedy and stuff, just follow me on Twitter or Facebook. Do you have uh, albums and stuff people can No, no, that's, that's a very YouTube? American thing. Okay. So we, I'm not there yet. I've, I've got like YouTube videos and so stuff up there. people can go down a YouTube rabbit hole if they need um, to, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, okay, here's a, here's a couple of plugs. Uh, I did a movie called Stoner Express, which comes out on DVD on the 1st of November. It's available on Amazon and stuff. And it's okay. actually genuinely good. Okay, Stoner I, Express? Yeah, the, I don't like is the about stoners? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't like the title. The title back in Europe is Amsterdam. It's about, like, it's like, oh, imagine- it's about Amsterdam. Yeah, it's like, imagine Dodgeball, yeah. uh, but with weed. It's a very silly, but fun film. Okay. And then, um, do you know Luke Bissell, right? Who did Fifth Element and Leon? Sure. Uh, well, I'm in his next film, Valerian. Okay. Um, and that comes out on the 21st of July, 2017. Okay. So, and, um, he did Fifth Element. So, yeah, so is it going to be sci-fi? Yes. Big time. All uh, right. So I'm very excited about that. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking again. And this is a fascinating, this is the big issues of, of, these are the big questions that I, that I think about, but nobody ever, they don't really come up in conversation. So thank you so much for doing the show. I'm, I'm really glad. And you know, historians will look back at this podcast and go, oh, they were onto it. That's when the cable was messing around. You know? <laughs> Bear you guys. Uh, follow them on Twitter, Instagram, all the things, not Vine. It's gone. But uh, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other, Rangers. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?